We back. The voice trail, lace sweatpants, poppy. I'm joined by Miss Nita. Hey, love. <laughs> What's going on? This is the Henny Hookah Chronicles podcast, and we back again. You know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. It's been a good day. Um, we got some topics for you guys. We're going to run down some stuff. We got a lot of things going on in entertainment. We got a lot of things going on socially, and we just want to touch on some of these topics. Now, of course, one of the things I want to jump into is this whole. We're going straight in. This, this, <laughs> we're not going to waste no time. This Liam Neeson situation in which he talked about um, a friend of his being raped by a black guy and how for how long did he say he was? For like a week or so? For a week. He <laughs> was waiting for any black guy, not that black guy, <laughs> any black guy to try him so he could kill that bastard. Yes. That's <laughs> wow. That's that's crazy, right? So in the time that we now, I had this conversation with somebody, and you know, it's like I understand his anger, but that that quote, just that idea, is nuts to us. Okay, so everyone knows Liam Neeson from the Taken series, and he's been in a ton of movies. He's a very well known actor. Um, and for him to take that stance, like you know, he was looking for a black person. <laughs> not one in particular, not just, the one that raped his friend, just any and, black person. <laughs> so that he can do harm to them and kill them is just fucking ridiculous. Um, the world that we live in today is crazy. <laughs> These motherfuckers is nuts, right? Now, a part of me is more so annoyed with just his freedom to feel like he can say that. Yes. Yes, that is an issue. Like, and the way he worded it, it wasn't like he was feeling regret. Like, wow, I, I was racist as hell back then. No, he was. He just said it like whatever. Yeah, you know, this was a thought. <laughs> this is how I was feeling that day yeah. at that time. Um, I get frustration and being pissed off and wanting to seek revenge for a mm. family member or a friend or someone that you care about. Um, for me, it's more so his freedom to say it and just the idea that that's what he wanted to do um, to anybody, just a random person. It's like, fam, get some facts first. Me, you know, I I struggle with these type of things because <laughs> the history of that type of uh, thing where a, a white woman claims that she was raped by a black man. Mm -hmm. It's just that the history there is just crazy because there's been a lot of black men who's died because of a false accusation or who's been put in jail because of a false accusation. And I, I'm going to say this. I'm not saying that his friend is not telling the truth. I'm not going to sit here make it seem yeah. like she's a blatant liar and what she says is not true because I was not there. And I feel all the sympathy in the world for my large body of population of women who have been sexually assaulted, raped, molested, all these type of things at the hand of a of a of a family member, friend, someone close to them, or even a complete fucking stranger. Exactly. I, I have nothing but, but sympathy. But you just can't go around <laughs> saying I'm gonna kill any black person because one black guy possibly raped my friend. That is why <laughs> Did did he even get a description of the guy though? Nothing. That's the issue. Just black. Stop. Just black. <laughs> no, because you know a lot of people are afraid of black people, and it's just like I've never really heard a black person say, "I'm going to kill all these white motherfuckers," and you know, out in public though, like 
He really just said that out loud. And being, well, in during an interview, like yeah, it was nothing. Like it's like public figures will never say no shit like that. Denzel Washington will never say, um, I'm I just wanted to kill, to kill white, white people <laughs> because this happened and that happened. We don't have that type of freedom as mm-hmm. black people because Denzel Washington would make a statement like that. He would be completely ridiculed. His career would be done. All of his work, people would go for not. And I'm pretty sure Liam- They probably would have locked Denzel up for a terroristic threat. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's Muslim. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Liam Neeson's streaming movies has gone up. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure of it. You don't even have to check. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure this- ridiculous statement has led to an increase mm. in his movies and stuff like that and people are just you know that's the world that because we live in because it's ignorance that follows with statements like that and um what's her name michelle rodriguez said races don't make out with a race that they hate i like michelle rodriguez no she's ignorant as hell for saying I, I like, I she like said did you like see her. his talk who was he um making out with oh he, he was getting it in in a movie. Oh, Liam Neeson out here slinging tongue. Down. Viola Davis. She's like, oh, he had his tongue so far down Viola Davis's throat. And I'm just like, you can definitely still be racist and be attracted to black women. I mean. And fuck them. There's fuck a them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> There's a difference. And that is a very true statement. Um, I remember coming across clips because I'm all, everybody's streaming and, and flowing mm-hmm. through all types of social medias all over the place. And um, I remember seeing, and it's been, I posted them on my page personally, um, conversations between a white man and a black woman that are married and he's saying nigger and, and cursing out Barack Obama and all that right. kind of stuff. And she's married to this guy. There was another one where a white woman had a child by a black guy. He had her hair put in braids and cornrows. She went home to her mother. Her mother took it out oh, and yeah. cursed out cursed the father out. via mm-hmm. text message about the hairstyle and how she's not a black little girl and those other kinds exactly. of stuff. I just want to shout my mom out because she is white and she never, ever, ever, ever made me feel bad about being half black, black or whatever. Yes. Love you, mommy. Shout out to moms. She cool as shit. <laughs> she is. She cool as shit. I met her mom. She's cool to the motherfucker. But that's just one of the weird dynamics that we have here in the United States mm-hmm. um, as far as people in our dynamic, race is just crazy in general here in the States because this whole nation is built upon it. Um, and just people just feel comfortable, white white people, just feel comfortable <laughs> with saying whatever the fuck they want to say. Like, there are people who are making com- political polls completely based on race because, you know, we have a racist in the White House, so a bigot. Mm. You know, this is you know he he's a part of the racist system, but he's definitely a bigot. He will fuck with black people as long as he get money from them. Exactly, and that's where that's where his allegiance lie. So now I am going to say something on the contrary to the Liam Neeson statement because I have a situation that's personal, so I can understand his anger. Mm-hmm. But th- I'm not going to do the shit for a whole week. I have a situation where my uncle years ago mm. I have an uncle. He was partying in a in a town near ours in Passaic, and he got jumped by a group of Mexicans. They broke. He got hit with a bat. They broke his jaw. Oh the whole shit. And when I got home and I saw him because I was out and I got home, and he sitting there. He's all fucked up, wired up, and all this other kind of stuff because he went straight to the hospital. Um, my anger was, we gonna have to go to Passaic and fuck somebody up. I gotta we who we gotta fuck somebody up. But I knew that that wasn't. 
a real thing. Did we go to Prosecco looking for anybody? No. no. <laughs> Of course not. We didn't. But I can, like, again, I can understand the anger. Mm -hmm. But to go to the area, this is where he took the extra step. To go to the area and look for trouble and to kind of wait and anticipate it. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. But that's also a sense of I can do what I want. Yeah. And get away with it. Exactly. Because, you know, white people can do that. And it must be scary for, like, you know, black men to hear that. You could just be walking down the street and some white guy had a bad day and now he's about to kill you. Yeah. You know, it happens all the time. Honestly, it does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> <laughs> that, but uh, that's where we're at right now. And that's kind of where we've been at in the United States as far as the dynamic and the the split between the races. Everyone said, oh, you're a race baiter. You're you're race baiting. This is real shit. This is, what, this is a real experience it. for us. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine if he did hurt somebody. That's where my part goes in. Yeah. Imagine if he did hurt somebody. What would What would they say? How would that go? What would they? How would they go about that? What would it be a real thing that will happen to him? Because everyone knows our crimes are handled different than everybody else's, you know. So, what would they do? He's a star, you know. He's well known. He, he would could, get off with a slap on the wrist. He would plead self defense, and that be that. Meanwhile, he's looking for trouble. There was a meme or a, a tweet that went through that someone said um, Liam Liam Neeson. Sorry, Liam Neeson was it's George Zimmerman without a Trayvon. And that's pretty much a very exactly. true statement. George Zimmerman saw Trayvon, followed Trayvon, called the police on Trayvon, made a statement, this is how they get away and all this other kind of stuff, got out his vehicle, followed, followed him. him, engaged with him, had a scuffle with him, and then shot him, killed him, and got off. Who's to say that Liam Neeson could not have done the same thing? That's mm -hmm. just the laws protect us differently, so that's and that's where we're at right now. Pardon me, we got we got, I got some. Everybody mm -hmm. knows I always do my disclaimer right now. Every single time um, we do the Henny Chronicles podcast, we always go live on Instagram. So I got my Instagram followers chiming in and, and stuff like that, saying different things. What's going on, everybody that's following the live right now? Um, but. My question for you and for other people that are listening is, what do you think would be an appropriate reaction from the public to a Liam Neeson that's not Black? How do you think other race of people should respond to Liam Neeson? They should tell him about himself. Definitely. You have to... They have to tell him something because it's no... I mean, people get away with it every day, though. And a lot of white people that aren't racist that, you know, feels like, you know, this isn't right. They're not going to say something. And that part, that's the fucked up part. Y'all need to speak up. And make this you shit not okay. Mm -hmm. how, uh, how Killer Mike would say, that's an ally. A, a mm -hmm. white person that does speak up for it, that's an ally. He would say, that's an ally. But that's kind of where we're at. Black people need for white people to call white people out on bullshit that they do. But they don't. They sit back and they just main. They they keep the system that's already going exactly. intact. They just keep that going, and that's not it's beneficial. Wrong, and it's benefiting them still. Exactly. Exactly. Me personally, I think that you know we that there should be an up in arms kind of thing in Hollywood where he loses work and all this other kind of shit. Doubt that's gonna happen. There's probably gonna be a Taken Nine come out next year. <laughs> I mean, fucking times can people get kidnapped by the like, guy? I never damn. watched the movie. His daughter get kidnapped every other movie. Like, fam, like, she's not even that cute. What is happening here? I keep taking her. 
<laughs> Lock up. <laughs> Keep her in the house, man. Don't let her travel. But it's it's like that. Um, I think that Hollywood should take a strong stance on that and make a push to where those type of comments are not acceptable. You know, if any other person of color would make a statement like that, there will be some type of backlash. And I think he needs to have some type of backlash outside of yeah. black people being pissed off about it and sweetened about it, you know? I think he's an asshole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get his fucking accent out of here. I'm tired of him. Anyway. <laughs> you just go laugh. Yeah. The stuff that comes out your mouth, it just catches me off guard. I got to... You'll get used to me. You'll get used to me. But Liam Neeson, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I could just post this on my page and hopefully it eventually get to you. Liam Neeson, you're an asshole. Okay? A big one. A big one. <laughs> you're an asshole. Even, I don't care if you like black people and you just was in a shitty mood at that point in time, your mood should not be expressed and cause effect on a bunch of people from mm-hmm. the actions of one. Because that's kind of how... That part of America responds to it. They blame the whole culture, the whole race, the whole ethnic group from the actions of one. And that is not fair to any of us because it could be me that could have been walking that area. It could be my son for your grandkid walking in that area. It could be any of us. And that attitude must be silenced. Cut the bullshit. Cut the shit. <laughs> Preach. Tie these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's 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 my that's my spill on that guy because I think he's a fucking dirtbag. Um what are some other things that we got going on um that we wanted to run through? Um Bow Wow. We wanted to talk about the Bow Wow thing. <sighs> now, of course, naturally the jokes start. We're gonna start with the jokes first. Because that girl whooped his ass. Oh, my um, God. And you can do that when you five six and your girlfriend taller than you. <laughs> she, oh, she's, she's taller than him? She just keep him at the end of the jab. Ain't shit he can do about that. She got longer arm reach. Her wingspan is oh immaculate. <laughs> I cannot joke about domestic violence. <laughs> it's terrible. The man Bob and Weed bow out shit. Lamb- Lamborghini bow, you're not fast enough, fam. Move. Don't let her do that to you. Nah, I seen one meme and it was like, it was Chris Brown. She did what? All right, I got you, fam. Like, son, no. Listen, I'm going to talk about Chris Brown in a second between him and Offset. But <laughs> but real shit, man, this, the domestic violence thing is crazy for me. Me, me and Nita was talking before we started the show. And I mentioned real briefly, like, I will never condone a man hitting a woman like this is okay. Mm-hmm. On the opposite side of that, women need to stop taking advantage of the fact that they feel that a man will not hit them. Exactly. It's not cute to be crazy, even though that's popular. <laughs> it's the popular feel, it's right? Popular. Oh, yeah, I'm crazy. No, sweetie. <laughs> Get help. Keep your hands to yourself. Because you. I feel like women, they hit these men that, you know, like you, that just don't want to hit women back. You're going to run into the wrong one. And that shit is going to go left. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then he's going to end up in jail. And you're going to be, you know, oh, I'm a victim of domestic violence. And it's like, you know, where's his help at? Because you was beating his ass. <laughs> Fucking him up. Fucking him up. Like, that shit is not cute. And, 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 and now he got to... 
deal with the consequences of mm-hmm. his actions. And like I said, I don't approve of it, but women, y'all, you can't take advantage of the fact. Plus, you just how she said, you never know how a person's going to You can hit this man once, you can hit this man twice, but it could be that one time that you hit him, he just flipped the fuck out. Exactly. And, and, and punch you in your shit. And I like to tell women, nine times out of ten, you're not going to be bigger, stronger, faster than the person you're dating. As a, that's a man. You just that's just kind of like the male woman dynamic. Most men are bigger than the women that they date. Yeah. Um, and it's a good chance that if he was to hit you, he's going to really harm you. Now, can y'all have verbal disputes? Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm all for verbal altercation. I like verbal combat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't stand. It. Fuck you. I'm, no, I'm fuck a peacemaker. You. I, I love. Nothing wrong with a little verbal combat. Don't hit Shit. nobody. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Now this man get locked up before Super Bowl Sunday is in Atlanta. He trying to have parties and drink and kick it with his friends and have a good time in the strip club because I heard the strippers had a ball during the uh, <laughs> during swear. the Super Bowl weekend. They made my whole life exactly, and he can't even enjoy his motherfucking Super Bowl because he locked up because you scratch his face. The part that fucked me up is that he got arrested. Yeah, I don't understand why he got arrested. I mean, he looks like shit. I mean, his face is scratched up. That's not funny. I was shocked. I thought it was fake at first. And I'm just like, yo, Bow Wow just cannot win. Because imagine if Bow Wow really like turned around and fucked her up. It would it wouldn't be no jokes. It would okay? be women rights groups all over the place. Let's have Bow Wow's music taken off mm-hmm. every single media. Silence no, Bow Wow. Silence Bow Wow. He's already silent. Yeah, no. But still, it's fucked up. Ladies, keep your hands to yourself. I'm, I'm going to share a dark secret. I'm a Bow Wow fan. I think he got bars. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, if you ain't never heard uh, Green Light 1, 2, 3 mixtapes, Bow Wow got bars, but you know he's he's Bow Wow. And everyone's always going to know him as little Bow Wow. No one's going to respect him as Chad Moss. No one is it Chad Moss or Shad? Shad Moss. No one's going <laughs> to check. No one's really, nobody really checking for that. You know what I'm saying? But he's been in this game since he was. 11? Yeah, I think it was 11. It's a baby when he's got into his game. So he's been doing this shit for a really long mm-hmm. time. And I was always a Romeo fan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Percy Miller's son? Yes, Percy <laughs> Miller's I, I loved him. I loved him. <laughs> oh, bad. Well, I do the shaking the videos. I know. I mean, he could be like a friend to me, but nah, Romeo was my zaddy. Romeo had abs. That's why. <laughs> Romeo had abs. And his cornrows, you know, he kept them shits tight. He kept them tight. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I give credit where it's due. His, his, his cornrow game was strong. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, most definitely. Um, let's, let's focus on, like, domestic violence. Can we stop that? Can we please, please, mm-hmm. ladies, don't. I'm, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm blaming women for it. Because I know people will misinterpret that. Yeah. Like, he's blaming women for domestic violence. Everybody just keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> stop, period. Stop. Just stop hitting each other. It's it's wrong. It's wrong. Because you're going to really run into the right one. Even these guys, though, like, y'all think y'all about to hit this girl and she pull a knife out on you and now you dead. And it's, we don't need that. Have you ever seen an episode of Snapped? Exactly. That's perfect. We're going to leave it on that note, Okay. I don't want nobody getting chopped the fuck up. Now, as far as this Chris Brown offset shit, this shit got me bugged the fuck out. Wait, what's going on with it? I seen he said he looked like Pootie Tang, Yo. and I'm just like, bro, my heart. Like, Listen. that's all I seen, and I'm just like, I the gotta crazy, look at it. The crazy shit with the offset and Chris Brown thing is that they are literally, like, Chris Brown put up something, and he's basically in support of 21 Savage. 
Offset is also in support of 21 Savage, but I guess Offset didn't like the message and he called Chris Brown a lame and those other kind of shit. What? And everybody knows, this is just my interpretation, leave Breezy the fuck alone. Yeah, just leave him alone because he's he likes him, but he, that, he a dark nigga. Yo, he, <laughs> he about that action. For real. And I don't know if y'all ever haven't checked his track record, but he ain't never ran from a fight from ever. nobody. He here to check all rappers. Period. So I suggest that anybody that think they want some smoke with with, with CBZ, he gonna come in there dancing on your ass. Facts. I try to tell people, people like, oh, who went between a fist fight between back when him and Drake was beef? Who went between a fist fight between him? And they're like, man, Chris Brown's stamina is nonstop. Crazy. He will he will fuck Drake up in a fist fight because Drake ain't got no stamina. That Drake don't dance. That hotline bling um, dance don't count when he's doing this shit. That shit don't count. That just should just show you. Chris Brown would do a full somersault flip and kick him in his shit. And that's kind of how I feel about, like, Offset, leave that man alone. Like, Chris Brown said, man, you got your own shit to worry about. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to throw bombs at Offset, but Offset, like, fam, read the message, get, get, with, get some understanding, and leave shit alone. Like, that message was completely uncalled for. It wasn't necessary. You know, I do feel bad for 21 Savage. I had no idea this nigga was from the UK. Those memes? Bruh. You, you didn't see the memes about him being this, from the UK? I, but this is the thing. I didn't believe that this nigga's from the UK. <laughs> if I look at him, I see a, a rapper from Atlanta. I don't see Why, why does everybody think he's from Atlanta? I don't see, because all the niggas sound the same, man. If you told me he was from anywhere, I don't, he looked like he's from Atlanta. Um, Wait. <laughs> I would have never guessed that he's from the UK. Like. That shit went over my head like a motherfucker. Oh my god! But wait, you didn't see the memes? Nah, I didn't see all. The okay, memes. so it was a whole bunch of funny memes. Those memes were funny, but then Demi Lovato, she said, "Oh my god, these memes are so funny," and people started roasting her people ass like, "That's just like black people laughing about our struggles," and then a white person come in and be like, "Yeah, da da da," it's like. What fuck Is you it? mean? <laughs> we are the only ones allowed to make jokes we about this. We can only shit. laugh about this shit, not you. Stay in your lane. Yeah, because you know, you Demi, you didn't have a good year last year. I'm telling you that yo, they tore her ass off. Yeah, you, you didn't have a good year, Demi. You know, you could be deported too for all that heron. But you know <laughs> United States gonna let you live. Demi, you know you got that white privilege because your heroin dealer was on TMZ <laughs> about okay, the heroin like he what? sold you and then got in the car and drove off. Okay. I know niggas that can't drive off from <laughs> a, a broken tail light. This nigga drove off from a heroin charge. Like, <laughs> now I'm just going to get my car and leave, fam. So Demi, you might want to stay out of this shit, okay? The other person that pissed me off with the 21 Savage shit was um, T- Tommy Loren. I don't know if you know Tommy. I just need Cardi B to dog walk her, okay? <laughs> That's all I want. I would give anything to see that. <laughs> Listen, Nikki responded to, to the Tommy Lauren thing. And this is funny, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I think of it like culture appro- uh, appropriation every once in a while. Because mm-hmm. as much as Tommy Lauren dogs black people, Black Lives Matter, the athletes, mm-hmm. everybody's taking and all this other kind of shit, she dogs them. She did, um, prior to this, she had like a little... Sp- Thing that she put up on social media with her actually singing the lyrics to a 21 Savage song. Oh my God. Right? And then when that happened, she used the same exact lyrics to say something disrespectful about Ice coming to get him and shipping him off to the UK. So it's like, it's okay for you to listen to his music. It's okay for you to post it in your thing so that you can show people that you listen to, right, to rap music. Right. But then something happens and here you go, you know, using your using your uh, <laughs> your the, influence. The Wale have, when he be having conversations with her, I swear, I get so weak. Ouch. Wale talked to? What happened? 
What? Y'all be seeing that back and forth tweets? Nah, man. I'm he not. always calling her by the wrong name. <laughs> like, he just killing her. I gotta show you. Gotta show <laughs> you gotta you. show me. But listen, Wale funny as hell. I fuck with Wale. But Tom, Tom Loren, you're also another person. You need to really, really find a very tall seat, sit in it, and just shut the fuck up. Um, because nine times out of ten, the shit that you say is just ridiculous. Ignorant Some people just say ridiculous shit, and you are one of them. At least when I say ridiculous shit, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stroking your ego because all I do is laugh. <laughs> oh, you just at least when I say something ridiculous, it's funny. You, you, Tommy Loren, you, you really put your foot in your mouth every fucking chance you get mm-hmm. because I don't even know how you got a show. Because she's white with blonde hair. Who put a microphone in front of that motherfucker? <laughs> Somebody just was like, "Yo, hey, you, come here." <laughs> Sit here and tell me what you think about this. I think this great. Film it. Film it. Like <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. You're the dumbest motherfucker on television. Like I can't. I don't know. But you got a fan base. People support you. You know the the what is it? The, would that be left wing or right wing? I don't be knowing. I can't. I don't even know. I think it's right wing. You know the, the the conservatives. They love you until you say something that you don't like. Because I remember you got suspended from your own show because you said something. That is not traditional to their views, and you got suspended <laughs> from your own show. How? Houseway. Because you said some shit they don't like. So your privilege is good, but it ain't that good if you go against the grain. Mm-hmm. So therefore, shut the fuck up forever. Tommy Loren, Demi Lovato, Love me Lovato, stop. <laughs> stay, stay away from, stay away from your, your, your dealer, man. I know you got a hard life. Um, I did a whole like little segment on her when that shit first happened. She been doing drugs since she was like 16, 17. Like wow. she out here. But that's what happened to all the Disney stars, man. Keep your kids off Disney. Not Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff is the only one that made it. The only one. And Justin Timberlake. Because he started dating <laughs> black women and then he kind of straightened up and then you know he went and got yeah. Jessica Bell. You know, everybody got their lane. Everybody got their lane. Pick and choose, man. Pick and fucking choose. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dead ass. So um, we're gonna be right back, man. Liam Neeson, Bow Wow, 21 Savage, Chris. Offset, y'all motherfuckers made for great news, man. Y'all are thank y'all, <laughs> thank y'all. Liam needs some shoot yourself. All right, this is the Henny Hooker Chronicles podcast. <laughs> we'll be right back. You feel me? We back the Henny and Hookah Chronicles podcast. The voice trailer sweatpants poppy. Um, I'm gonna throw my girl in real quick. Miss <laughs> Nita got something to say to you, motherfuckers. This this is gonna be the oh the the, the Miss Nita segment of the show where I'm gonna allow her to go the fuck off to the best of her ability because she's so sweet and so nice. I am. And even when she's ranting and being mad, she's still laughing and being calm and, and happy. Because but, you um, have to be. You know, you don't want to feed that negative energy with more negative energy. Mm-hmm. You got a positive spin. But she got something that she want to say to you motherfuckers that got something to say about things that she be doing <laughs> on her own motherfucking social media. All right. So let me step back and let me let you first give them some feedback. Let them know what's, what's happening right now. Okay. So... For anybody that follows me on Instagram, Nita underscore 9211, <laughs> um, I make a lot of twerking videos. I dance in videos, and I post a lot of pictures that, you know, have a lot of sex appeal to it. 
And a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> and they don't like when people share my videos. So recently, somebody made a fake page. And they're like, oh, how is she lit? She has three kids. Okay. Pause. <laughs> I know I have three kids. I pushed every single one of those three babies out. Hey, miss, natural birth? Natural. Hey, oh, straight out my vagina. Okay? Right? Okay. So, you know, I know I have three kids. And I also know... I'm young. This is my life. And a lot of people ask me, um, you know, oh, my God, you have kids. You know, your kids are looking up to you. They are looking up to me. My kids also don't have an Instagram to look on my Instagram to see me twerking. And I don't think they will want to see their mom twerking. That's just. I do. Oh, my God. (laughs) But no, like when my kids look at me, they see me like I'm fun. I'm generous and all these good qualities or whatever. Regardless if I'm twerking on Instagram or, you know, they talk about strippers too. And they're like, oh, if you're a stripper, you can't be a good mom. And I'm just like, how, Sway? How can't you be a good mom? Like, what does me... I could post naked on fucking Instagram and still be a good mom. Those two things don't have nothing to do with each other. So that's just... It's annoying. It's like once you become a mom, people want to keep you in a box. If you're not living life the way they want you to live it, they get mad. And it's sad because it's not coming from people who have actual pages. These are fake pages coming for me. So it's like, son, our sus, son, whatever, you're already losing. Facts. You're already losing because you just made a new email address and made a new Instagram to hit me up. And it's just like, oh, right. Right. And I'm sorry. I'm a believer of even if you're a mom, you could still be a bad bitch. Prime example, my Instagram page. (laughs) Her followers are about to go up because I'm definitely going to put this segment out there so everyone knows that it's it's going down. But I I understand where you're coming from. And of course, me, my duality of of situations, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Me, I have no problem with mothers being themselves and stuff like that. My only thing is when the private Snapchats come and you playing with your pussy and stuff like that. And <laughs> for me, it's for those people like who have real life sexual things and they got kids. And the only reason why it's kind of like us because yeah, eventually your kids will see that. You know, I watch things like um, what is it? Um, life after porn. They got like three of them. Yeah, and it's like porn stars who now live in regular lives, and it's like their kids see it and stuff like that. And most of the kids, it's like, yeah, it happened. It's like they cool with it. Like, yeah, that's and what my it's because did. it's your kids. Like, you should never be ashamed. Me, I'm never going to be ashamed of anything that I've done, and my kids are going to know the majority of the things I done. I have stories for days when my kids become teenagers. I'm just that type of person, and I feel like me telling my kids my stories is going to. You know, make them think like, mm, you know what? My mom was a teenage mom. She said that shit was hard as fuck. Maybe I shouldn't do this shit. <laughs> it just, you know what I'm saying? That like, part. for real. And it, this goes, you don't have to even like twerk on Instagram or post any pictures. If you're a mom and you go out on the weekends, you're going to get ridiculed. Like, oh my God, the babies and da da da. Like, very true. Sus. Okay. If you're thinking about going out and you're not too sure, go out. Drink, have fun. Like your your kids need a mom that's happy. Fuck what anybody else gotta say. Like that's what your kids need. They need a happy mom, a relaxed mom. You need me time, scrubby time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> refer to last week's episode of the Sand Scrubby Time. I and I completely agree. I think that it, the tough thing on both ends is like being a father. Men can kind of do what they want. And that's Whatever just the world that want. we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, a man that's got kids, he can walk around with the six pack out, V cut showing in every other picture. And the only thing people are gonna do is give him hard eyes and, and congratulate him on on what he's posting. But the moment a mom is wearing booty shorts and a in a in a, a shirt and a small shirt, it's like, oh, why is she dressing like that? Why is she doing that? Yada, she got yada. kids, and I'm just like, sus. If your body is a one after kids, show that shit, okay? <laughs> I have stretch marks, and I don't even care. They're not bad though, but still, <laughs> show that shit off. Enjoy your life. Me personally, I don't give a fuck what people think, and I'm trying to encourage her to just keep that energy going because at the end of the day, no one commenting on anything is going to feed her kids, going to dress her kids, going to give their kids life, give her kids life Mm -hmm. lessons. None of this is going to happen from anybody on her social media that has anything negative to say about what she's doing. You know, as long as her kids are being taken care of, and they are very. Thank you. Very, very They're Gucci. Tight. Y'all need to just leave it the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? You know, I have had things to say about like Kim K when she goes nude. And it's like, you're Kim K. You don't need to go nude. Yeah. You know, for certain, like certain things like that, it's like, I understand you have a great body and this is where you get your money from. You don't even have, Kim K does not have to go completely nude. I just feel like that's just, the, that's just the type of woman. No, but that's just the type on. of woman that she is, though. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of women get empowered by that shit. I have a lot of women that message me, and they're like, you know what? You make me feel like I could do whatever I want to do. And it's a lot of women that, um, you know, they're real modest. They're fully clothed and stuff, but they want to be unapologetic when they do things or say things. So that's that's really my goal. Like, I'm all for women empowerment and women not hating on each other, just building each other up and stuff. So as long as I can do that with my little twerk videos, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, sus. All, all of that. All of that. If you haven't Queen. Seen any, if you haven't seen any twerk videos, suggest you follow on Instagram at <laughs> Nita underscore 9211. Just so that you can get understanding. Um, most of America is trying to understand how she weighs like 110 pounds, but I asked that fat. We, we don't get it. It's an anomaly. It's like, how did that happen? That must have came with the kids, because I'm not sure. It came that. with the kids. came with the kids. Thank God for all three. You know, um... <laughs> this is real shit, okay? I told y'all, man. I, I, I'm just going to say what everybody's thinking. I'm, I'm listen. I'm gonna post this up. I know she. I heard she told me that company motherfuckers being creeps in her inbox already. <laughs> All right, don't be a creep. Just like look at the videos and double tap. Double okay? tap, double definitely. Tap. And women, come on, like send them twerk videos to my inbox because what is it? The 21st anniversary of back that ass up. <laughs> it's, it's coming up. Like what y'all need to represent? Because I don't trust females that hear what is it. Young money records taking over for the not like if you do not get up and shake something, I can't trust you. I cannot. It's very untrustworthy if a motherfucker ain't shaking ass and back that ass come up. I don't give a fuck how old you are. I don't care. Unless you're like no sixty, no got a bad no. Um, but if you're from if you're from the ages of eighteen through like forty two. When back that ass up, when back that ass up, come on! You better. Just, I don't care if it's just one cheek. You just got to drop that. You shit. You got to do something. A like, little something like that. I don't care how classy you feel you are. No, <laughs> shake a little sign. Shake, <laughs> shake a little ass. <laughs> Facts. 
I'm with that. I'm with all of that energy right there. I mean, I'm happy you was able to get that off your chest. I know. You just be forcing me. I like to be calm and stuff. And... I'm going to make you talk your shit. I told you, yo. You ain't going to be sitting back being feeling not necessarily upset, but flustered from a <laughs> fake profile. Nah, fuck that. Let these niggas have it. <laughs> Let their asses have it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, respect what people have to say. Respect their views. It's mm-hmm. her body. Let her shake some ass if she wants to enjoy you are just the show. So hung up on my ass. I'm right not hung up on my ass. What I'm saying is because we're talking about you in particular, yeah. but I'm just saying women in general do what makes you happy. Happy. Do what makes you feel good and fuck what people got to say, exactly. even if it's me. <laughs> fuck what I got to say. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? And but, people that make fake pages get help because that <laughs> that is an issue. Like you going through a lot of work to say something. That you have to hide who you are to say it. Come on. Come to the light, baby. <laughs> Facts. With an X at the end. Okay. <laughs> you seen that commercial? <laughs> Fucking Cardi B is her own culture. <laughs> I used to call her the queen of the ratchets, yo. She represent well for all people. Okay. And with... now you got city girls. Oh, I ain't going to front, yo. That twerk video, I swear to God, that should go down in history. I'm it's, sorry. That shit was BET Uncutworthy, man. It was just so much ass in that video. I love it. I love it. You just see a bunch of women having fun, and, and I just, I love it. So much ass. I was like, my God. Man, I just love that feed. If you go on John, <laughs> City Girls Twerk, whatever, you click that link, man. Oh, my. Bruh, give a nigga a heart attack. <laughs> Motherfuckers walking around with lotion and, and, and um, napkins <laughs> all over them. <laughs> They're like, man, you seen them say girl talk videos? Man, it's ass all over the place. So, yes, and, and that first verse on that song is dope. But neither here nor there. I'm happy you was able to, to get this off your right, chest. I appreciate right. you. You know, we'll clap it up for you. you know. <laughs> all right. So, Miss Nita has spoken. Fake pages kill yourselves. I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Fake, fake pages kill your motherfucking self. Scary. Say what you got to say. And at the end of the day, honestly, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> For real. Come on my page with positive vibes. All the positive vibes All in the world. Positive. Keep it like that. All right. So we're going to be right back. Miss Nita has spoken. Follow up. All right. This is the Henny Hookah Chronicles podcast. Charlie Sweatpants Poppy. Miss Nita. We having fun. Um, we'll be right, right back. The Henny Hookah Chronicles podcast. Miss Nita just went off. You know, she had to she had to get some shit off her chest real quick. Hello, son, son. We're gonna try to do that often where she can get some shit off her chest that's bothering her. (laughs) Especially from you fake motherfucking pages. Alright, so we're gonna jump into something. You know, we always, you know, we go fun, 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 and we try and get serious. We always try like to touch on something that's, you know, very uh prevalent. Um Mm, nice word. You know, I got a decent vocab, a little sob, sob. Um, just recently in the state of New Jersey, a law was passed in which they are going to be teaching um, the LGBT history in New Jersey schools and stuff like that. Now, this topic has brought plenty of emotion 
mm-hmm. to the forefront for people. Um, many people have had something to say about it. Of course, plenty of people have something positive to say, and probably double the amount of people have something negative to say. And you're always going to get mixed views on these type of things. Um, as far as this being taught in schools and stuff like that. Now, I'm allow you to jump in. What do you feel? What Because you said that you kind of have the mixed emotion about it, too. I'm with the shits, honestly. <laughs> but um, I feel like they should do it like a month of it. Like, I want to know how they're going to incorporate it into, you know. They should do it in June because that's um, Gay Pride Month, right? If I'm not missing, because you know that's when they do pride and stuff. They should definitely do it in June because um, you know, it's gay kids and they need to know their history, just like black kids need to know their history. And we only get the shortest month <laughs> in the year, but whatever. But no, I'm I'm with it though. These kids need to know that it's okay. And a lot of people are saying, you know, they're shoving it down our kids' throats. They want our kids to be gay, and I'm just like, you cannot make somebody gay. I do not care. <laughs> uh, I thought you made a face. No. I do not care what anybody says. You cannot make somebody gay. You can't. Because if you can make somebody gay, then you can make somebody straight. And it's a lot of people that deal with not wanting to be gay because they're not accepted by their own families. And I'm like, mm, that shit is sad. So why do you think, you know, why do you think your straight son can just magically turn gay if he's taught about gay history? Me, I'm... Oh, gosh. I'm that parent. I don't want my kids to ever feel the need to have to come out to me. Just bring your boo over, and it is what it is. If I've noticed, like, in households where it is more open to discussion, mm-hmm. then kids, of course, don't feel no pressure and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up in a household where, you know, mom was black, you know, none of that gay shit. You know, don't bring. Uh, I had. I remember when I was like, I was a kid because we was living in my old old house, so I mm. couldn't have been four or five. And had a great uncle came in. He's like, you know, you know, now these terms are, you know, they might censor my whole fucking podcast with using some of the language and yeah. shit like that. But he was like, you know, any of y'all grow up to be a faggot, I'll kill you. That's the type of household that I grew up in. So it was never really one of those things where it was just like. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. You can do it. Knock yourself out. Plus, you know, me and you got a different age gap. I grew up in a different time. Yeah. So where it wasn't something that was always promoted and out front and seen and always talked yeah. about stuff like that. Now it's, it's everywhere you go. It's on shows. It's on TV. It's on commercials. It's on pretty much anywhere you go. It's very viewed openly. Yeah. Back when I was younger, how you saying like young kids are doing it now? Uh, I think what, back what when I was, was in like was high school, there wasn't no gay people in high school. Maybe like one person might. And and the funny thing is, back then is like you didn't. A person would never say that they was uh, homosexual. You just kind of look at their yeah, tendencies you know. and be like, I think homeboy might be gay. I'd rather people be out the closet than on the down low. I swear I do. I can't read. No. I mean, I could read, but you know, I don't have glasses on right now. <laughs> oh, my, one of my one of my one of my followers. He's making a statement, basically saying, and you know, I kind of say the same shit. He's saying that men can't be bi. See, they, men they, can they, be bi. It's it's, it's a very because my thing is my best friend is bi. How does that happen? 
he has sex with women and men. That's bisexual. That's what bisexual I understand is. Understand that. My thing is. So my thing is. My question. This is not to get all up in your friend's business mm-hmm. because a lot of people view it as like, okay, if a man is gay, most times it's like I understand. Like both people, both males that are having sex with each other is considered gay, but it seems like the person receiving is the gayer one of the. What? Gay. This is real. I'm telling you. So it's like, so like if your friend is having sex with men and women, he's probably giving to both. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. You got to part like, you got to educate me. Okay. Not to get into his business or any of, cause I have a lot of friends, but no, you know, they could be top and bottom. Top and bottom. This is going to be interesting. What Tell me you? about it. Like, because what? Because like I said, like people, like straight men, mm-hmm. you walk around, you have sex with women. This is what we do. I'm a straight guy. Yeah. And then you see a guy, and he's like, I'm bisexual, and it's like, no, guys could definitely be bisexual. They can, I'm, 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 I feel like it's because I know someone that's bisexual, <laughs> yeah, that I'm just like, wait, is this news to everybody? Yes. I'm going to be very honest with you. All my gay friends, they are just gay. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not bisexual. They may have had well, sex Well, I'm bisexual. Yeah, but that's different. I know. Women, women yeah. can be bisexual. Why, though? Tell me why. Because no matter how you flip this coin, you're receiving something. So it's kind of like... You're receiving. I could, yeah, I could be receiving, then turn around, put a strap on, and be given. Yeah, but it's that's auto, that's that's fake. It's not a real <laughs> no. thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like so. That's where you know. That's where it's kind of like you know. I had a conversation with somebody um, mm-hmm. the other day and stuff like that. She was like, you know, I eat a girl pussy or something like that, but you know, I can't really get into like a relationship or really because you know it's like you know I'll be wanting a dick, and if I wanted something fake, then I'll get something fake. Um, I mean, I would get the real thing instead of using something fake. And it's like, I, I hear what you're saying. I've heard plenty of females say that they've had sex with women, but they don't consider themselves a lesbian because they don't see, the, they can't see themselves being in a relationship with the woman. I'm like, I, I guess for, for a lot of people that's on the outside of it, yeah. it's the action that makes you what you are yeah, and not the emotion or the thought process. Because like a guy could be attracted to guys and then look at a girl and be like, yo, I'll bust her ass too. That's just, that's basically what it is. Like, I'll bust his ass and I'll bust her ass too. And that's what it is. <laughs> he said, nah, that boy gay. <laughs> <laughs> no. He said, sorry, considered gay by male peers. And someone gave the show the shrug. Like, my people in here, they funny. These are my folks right here, right? And it's one of those things. Like, it's, like I said, for a straight guy who's not a part of the, the community and stuff like that, it's like, you know, men are for a lot of terms. Gay women are lesbian. Um, women can be bisexual. Men are just gay. But can like this is one of the things, right? Literally, can a man be bisexual? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Literally, yes. And it, it is women that's okay with that, though. Like, okay, you know, he used to date guys. Now he's dating me, and you know, it's just like that. And it's don't mind me. I'm smoking. <laughs> it's just, it's just, no, because I thought you was giving me another face. <laughs> no, I was, uh, don't mind me. I'm smoking. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's a very I want to say slippery slope because it's 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 a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, my biggest harp on homosexuality has always been people that only define themselves by sex. You know what I'm saying? That's always been my part. It was like, um, or it is like for me, you know. I have a gay friend, or I have gay friends and stuff like that. And every single thing is about gay pride, gay, 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 gay. But I'm like, you know, you work, 
you are you may have a real career or you may have a real profession. So you are a accountant, you are a this, you are that, you are an uncle, you're an auntie, you are you have so many different things that you do outside of just have sex. So I think because it you know, they have to make it a pride type of thing. Like, you know what, black people, we have to shout out, like, you know what, I'm black and I'm proud. Like, they have to do the same thing because they get so much grief from different people just being who they are and something that they can't change. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's why they be like, you know, I'm a gay accountant. Yeah. I'm a gay black man. Like, they have to... It, it's not like they want to just shower it on everybody, but you know, they have to because they have to show that they're proud of who they are because they probably went through so much to get to that point. And also, for me, I also view it as it's more so black men that are more like um, this because... And I always say this, and this is just my view. Mm -hmm. A white gay man could be walking down the street and you won't know that he's gay unless he verbally tells you, like, yeah, I'm a gay man. But, we gotta go, we, okay, but we gotta go to some gay club. But, no, but, <laughs> but a black man, and not all of them, because mm -hmm, I've met some yeah. black men that you would never ever guess that they're gay. And it's like, um, yeah, I am, I'm gay, but you know, and they keep it moving. But it's like a black gay man, it's like, yeah, he's. Cause you can see it before you even get close to them because of the way that you know they are carrying themselves, and it's like you are more than just who you have sex with. That's always, yeah. like I said, that's always just been my take. But on it, it. It's, it's just them, I guess. Yeah. Like because I have black friends that are gay, and you know you wouldn't know that they're gay. And then I have some other black friends, and you could you know you could just see it. See it, like, but that's know. just their personality. Like you have some girls that you know. They chilling or whatever. They have the, you know, the uppity, the bougie girls. And that's how I look at it. Like, yeah. it's just their personality. Now, I'm going to go to the other side real quick. There's nothing more heartbreaking to see a beautiful, figuratively shaped woman. And she's dressed like a dude. And you know you ain't got a chance in hell. <laughs> I will never forget. I was in court one time. Yes, a nigga's always in court. Don't mind me. <laughs> I was in court one time. My God. This joint walked in there, man. And I was like... I don't, they always have the most biggest booty. I was like, yo. <laughs> I love it. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. She's wasting all of this talent. Fan, shoot, I'm never going for this. Is how you know she made a lasting impression because this is easy like six years ago. And fam, she walked into the courtroom. She had on army fatigue pants. She had on her sneakers. It was kind of warm that day. She had on like this cutoff shirt. She had abs and the whole shit, dreads flowing. And she just walked in there and she just, I'm like, yo, wait, the ass that kind of sound like an ex of mine. I don't know. The ass just poking <laughs> out the back. She was a dark skinned sister. She had the whole thing going. And she came walking in. And I was like, fuck, man, she bad as hell, man. She bad. She mad bad. And then she got out of court. She was outside hanging with her niggas and shit like that. It was a bunch of people <laughs> outside. And she just fit right in with them. And I was like, <sighs> Nigga like me wouldn't stand a chance, man. She ain't even trying to shake that. I can't even wave at her because I ain't going to get no attention. She bat that. That hurts straight men's feelings. Like, yo, she's really giving that. She's not like, man, I just need a chance. And I tell people all the time, black men don't even care if a woman is, you know, lesbian and don't date. Just let me get a chance. I just, you know, you can date oh who you want to. You ain't never <laughs> yeah, got to no, fuck no, with no. another man in life. Just let me touch your body because no. you are amazing. Being a lesbian mm. means they don't, they don't, they don't like want you. you. Yeah, they don't and that's the sad part. I just want you to like, you ain't got like all of them. There's billions of men in the world. I'm not actually like all of them. They don't just, like men at just all. Just like me. <laughs> Long enough to let me you know, put my face in it. God damn You it. know what annoys me though? When they're like, oh, but you know, she's 
having sex with a strap, she's still, you know, and it's just like, yeah, she's getting penetrated from a woman. She's she's getting fucked <laughs> by a woman. Like <laughs> she don't want that man shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like y'all. Damn it, man. Probably just, come too fast. I just want you to like <laughs> me, man. Listen, that shit dope. <laughs> She been sitting on that shit forever. That shit tighter than fish pussy. There ain't no way in hell you're gonna be able to get in there. It's like trying to put a telephone pole in an ant hole. You never gonna get this dick in there. And you know what? When you finally do, magic. It's gonna be magic. And you don't stand a chance. She ain't never gonna give you no pussy. God damn it. To all my beautiful uh lesbian women out there in the world, walk around here dressing like um, men. You know, just just put on a dress one day and just let me fantasize just one no, time. No, don't do it. Okay, keep the keep your man shit on and but just shake a little <laughs> ass when back that ass up shake, come on. Shake a little ass, <laughs> shake a little ass when back that ass up come on, so I can know that it's real. You know what I'm saying, yo? Just give me a second to reflect one more time on that brown skin joint. <sighs> can you imagine if I pull her up? Like, is this my ex? But I don't think it is because she cut her hair a long time mm, ago. Nah, she kind of she was like five. Six, maybe five, oh, seven. Short. And she was dope. God damn. She was dope. Shout out, baby. She put a tat on my ass. <laughs> and you would know that if you follow her on Instagram <laughs> at Nita Nines. <laughs> I can't stand you. You're ignorant. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But as far as the original topic before I stray too far, talking oh, about yeah, all you this ass. Um the LGBT being taught in class and stuff like that. Nita made a good point as far as it being taught in June. The only problem about June is that, well, actually, the school year in June go all the way to the end of the month now. Because these it's motherfuckers, being, the they be in school till like the 27th. I was about to say, you know, they probably at school by the second week of June. But nah, this Jersey. We got bad weather. These motherfuckers in school all year long. But um, that's <laughs> that would be a good idea to start off as a month. But I think that how you mentioned, we, me nor her have really read the full article. Yeah. So we don't have all the information as far as their approach to it. But I think that would be a good way to introduce it. To yeah. introduce it in that way is like, you know, this is a part of the history of and, and, and talk is get to have some more understanding for people like me who's illiterate as fuck when it comes to the actual community and its history. I don't know anything fact wise about it. You know what I'm saying? I only know what I see from my neighborhood, what I see on TV, because just like everybody else, you're programmed by your television. So you see it on Jerry Springer back in the, in the, in the 90s and 2000s and stuff like that. And now you see it on TV and stuff like that. So you have a, a certain disengagement from it because you don't really know yeah, what it, what it what it truly entails. That's the show. Okay, it's a show on Nickelodeon called The Loud House. And the main character has a friend who has two dads and people lost their shit because I think they hugged or something like that. And I'm just like, son, it, they're dads. And I'm just <laughs> like that. Me and you was talking about the show, um, the the show Sex Education. You said that you mm. saw an episode of that. And, of it, yeah. and I watched the whole season and stuff like that. And I just talk, and I told you when we first um, started talking and stuff like that. You know, my only issue with the whole show was the depiction of the two main black characters. Oh, you're gonna be mad because the Loud House character is a black boy with two dads. You see what I'm saying? And but then, the dads were like black and white. Yeah. Um, and then, but if you go further into the season, because like I said, I watched the whole season, mm-hmm. they, um, the black athlete in the show, his mother, he has two mothers. Oh. He has two mothers. You know what I think they try to they're do? They're black and white. And of course, the yeah, white I feel like dominant. they're trying to like 
put interracial, make it okay, but they're like doing it the wrong way. Like, let the white kid have two moms. And, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, like I said, it doesn't always have to be interracial too, just because, you know, it, let it, it be a interracial, straight, heterosexual couple or whatever, you know? You know, and, and that's- Just kind of, do it a different way. They just try to shove it like, huh? Yeah. And it's and like I said, for me, and I say it when we first met, when we first talked, you know, for me, it's just always a depiction of, it's always mm-hmm. the black character, the black character, the black character, the black character. It's like, fam, like, you know, this should go more than just one way. Like, you know, it's not just- <laughs> Black people that's gay or like yeah, fam, like no, come on, like it goes, it goes a lot of directions. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just us, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like I said, for me, a lot of it comes down to depiction and yeah. how it's being viewed. I told her, like I've told y'all motherfuckers that be listening, like I tell everybody, I personally do not care if you're gay, straight, or anything like that, because who you fucking is who you fucking. Enjoy yourself. You only got one life to live. Live that shit. Live that shit. Make all the choices that you want to make in reference to your own life. I have no problem with people living their life the way they want to. I'm pretty sure somebody looking at me like, oh, you know, you're a hoe because you used to be out here fucking everybody. Everybody got issues. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) My dick used to be friendly. And it's not friendly no more because, you know, bad decision and kids later, you got to slow down. But Slow the fuck down. Slow the fuck down. But... People are going to judge regardless. Like I said, for me, just calm down on the depiction of it. You know, make it a little bit more, I don't know. I don't, classy is not the right word for this. Make it a little bit more realistic. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Make it a little bit more realistic. Every single black person that is gay is not flamboyantly gay. I think that's my problem. And I feel like they need to do that because, you know, it is the football player that isn't like, you know, they don't, they think every gay person knows how to dance and knows all the colors and all this other stuff. And it's just like, nah, he knows football. Make he up knows game boxing. strong. You, yeah. Been... Like, I wish my friends make up game was strong. <laughs> I'd be sad as hell. Like, damn. I want my face beat. Listen, it's a community that you have to understand is not mm-hmm. going nowhere. Um, I think that people need to just be more mindful of what they say when talking about that community, when talking about the LGBTQT community directly. A lot of people come off like they hate it when it's not hate, it's just misunderstanding. And I, being a Black man in America, know a lot of people just not understanding you for who you are. (laughs) And I think that certain shit needs to just kind of move in that notion. You don't know everybody's story. Mm -hmm. You don't know what they've been through growing up. You don't know their experiences. Like I said, if people go on my page and they probably think that I hate everybody. And I don't. It's not It's not a hate thing at all. It's just more so the depiction, how we are viewed. And like I mentioned to you just previously, how people put themselves out there. You know, you don't always have to be supremely loud. You know, I always say, you know, a black gay man is just his depiction of what he think a black woman is. We need to just be a man. I, but, this but what is, is being a man? I understand that part. What's being a man? I had I had my friend who is you know a gay man. He was like, "What do you mean regular? Cut that regular shit out." What do you mean regular? I was like, "It's it's not. I don't mean it in disrespect." And like I said, a lot of times when you're saying things, it's not that you're trying to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's you're just trying to figure out which words to say to not offend people because we live in a very sensitive. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I get it. So but... you don't want to offend people, but you also don't know how to express it. Like when um, the transgender uh, white guy, real big dude, was arguing with the guy, you called me, you called me, sir, yeah, it's t- man. They made a toy. 
GameStop yeah. made a toy, yes. So that was wild to me. It's yeah. just like so it's like, you know, you have to understand, like, was the cashier trying to be disrespectful? Probably not. It's just natural to see a guy and call him sir, even though he's transgender and he's transitioning and he's trying to dress like a woman, he's got his purse, got his hair, you know, in the bob and all the other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't honestly, I don't think that he was trying and he apologized and he tried to kind of fix it. Like I didn't mean sorry, but for a lot of people that's you know on the outside, again, we're not trying, yeah. To be and videos like that is just bad to me because you know, you have this transgender woman and she's like, you know, I'm not a servant, I'm a ma'am, and it's like, you know, they're not like transgender people are not like that. They'll explain the whole shit to you and not like beat your ass down for it. Like he kicked the fucking box. Like yo, when he, he kicked mad. that box, I lost it. He was like, mad as hell. Like, and he told him come outside. Like, Damn, yo, you got chest like flexing muscles in your neck right now. Calm down. Yeah, wow. He was he was really going after it. Um, but just like those type of things, and that's yeah. the thing. And again, like I mentioned, the impression of social media mm-hmm. and just media in general. People will see that and go, and that's why they're not, exactly. and that's why this, and that's exactly. why that. And they'll use that one clip to justify Everything. their negative feelings mm-hmm. towards stuff. Um, I think that as people, we just need to kind of work on the the vernacular of it. You know, I'm in walk around with a shirt. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I just don't understand kind of shirt. I'm, yeah. I don't really mean or to. <laughs> we could just let people live their lives and mind our business. That too. As long uh, to me, it's like as long as you're not hurting anybody or hurting kids, you should be able to live your life. You damn pedosexuals! We see you out there, you fucking pedosexuals. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should def- definitely just be able to live your life. I will never walk up to a person that's transgendered yeah. and be like, "Get out of here, man, lady!" Like, as, like, as... but it's people that do that. I mean, I it's people that do that for black people. It's people that's telling us. Any Spanish person, you don't even have to be Mexican. <laughs> they just like go back to Mexico. Like, first of all, I'm Dominican. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, like, I just don't find it in me to go out my way mm-hmm. to say something negative to a person that's minding their fucking business. That's just me. I just don't have time for it. I don't got the energy, nor do yeah. I really give a fuck. Don't care. I just feel like the world would be so much better if we just mind our fucking business. I mean, as long as you're really not seeing nobody getting hurt, or, you know, mind your fucking business. <laughs> your face <laughs> okay she says my face because I'm smoking I need you guys to understand I really enjoy smoking hookah it's like <laughs> soothing to me so every time I smoke the, the look of joy and utter happiness <laughs> is what, what she's talking about she, oh my god you look so happy I'm just blowing smoke out like <sighs> I'm so fucking happy anyway um, but yes Let's work on this, people. How she say, mind your fucking business. I completely agree. Mind your fucking business. Um, and just try to gain understanding. Like anybody, like a white person that only have the view of black people based on what they see on TV, go get you some black friends and 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 get to know their life and get to understand it. So I'm serious. No, don't be that person like, but I have a black friend. <laughs> exactly. But it's one of those things. I actually saw this and I think that it actually works. You know, a, a guy called a show and he said that he's a racist and he doesn't know why he's a racist. And all of the information he ever received on black people was from what he saw on television. Wow. And the person responded to him. She said, you need to go out and actually meet black people. Actually talk to them. Actually get to know their family. Yeah. Actually get to know their, their sh- where they come from. And that may change your view. It's kind of the same thing. Like I said, I know a ton of gay people. They, you know, And I don't have any problems with them at all. 
period. And they don't have no problems with me. But then when something happens on a large scale and a person says something about it, it's like, oh, you're being mean or you're ignorant. It's like, I'm not being mean. I'm not ignorant. I'm just, I'm just speaking from my perspective. I don't mean to hurt your feelings. If I did, sorry, I guess. It wasn't my intention. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was just saying. Like, we just need to work on that aspect of gaining understanding. If you if you don't like gay people, if you don't, this is for my people out here that have a strong dislike for no reason. If you don't like gay people, if you don't like um, bisexual people, transgender people, stuff like that, go out, meet some that actually live in the lifestyle and get to know them as an individual. Once you get to know a person as an individual, it will definitely change your perspective on the whole group. Right? It does. Feel me? For real. <laughs> she fucks with that. She okay. Right, so, yes, yo, we're gonna we're gonna spend and we're gonna be right back. Um, this is the Henny Hooker Chronicles podcast, Voice Trey LA, Sweatpants Poppy, and Miss Nina, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back, y'all. The Henny Hooker Chronicles podcast voice, sweatpants, poppy, Trey LA. And Miss Nita. Miss Nita over here. She's booty popping in her seat for like three seconds and stuff like that. <laughs> um, today's show was good, man. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. How you feeling over there? I feel good. Yeah, episode two in for you. Right? Look at you growing as a person out here in these streets, <laughs> catching your voice out here. I like that. I like that. I think that the I, I feel like last week's show was your intro. And I feel like today they kind of got to know you. Like, right. I feel like, I feel I feel like, like today they too. got to know you. And I, I like that. I appreciate that. We're going, we building right now. You know what I'm saying? Miss Nita, we, we building Miss Nita. We're going to get this brand for Miss Nita by any means necessary. Believe that. I, we working on it. You know, I, I, I have, I have faith in, in what she's trying to get accomplished. So, you know, I fucks with her. This is only my second time meeting her. <laughs> You know, I know y'all some grease balls. Everybody take everything that I say literally. <laughs> I fucks with her. Not platonically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dirt bags, man. Everybody's a dirt bag. They go here. Oh, you fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah. I fucks with her. Nah, nah, nah. We, we we peace right now, and we we building right now. You know, I like I like where we're going with this, man. Um, the energy is good. I think that the feedback it. from the last week shows that the energy is good. So, yeah, this works. Plus, I really need this voice. Plus, because we have, I feel like we got a good yin and yang kind of thing going on. Because you're like so. you're giving me good energy from another perspective that you know I don't I don't really get a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are like you know you know what I'm saying. Right now, classics. Y'all funny as hell. Everybody trying to everybody trying to see what's going on over here. Listen, she's hiding behind the mic. Okay, mind your business. Stop staring. Y'all can follow me. Yes, you know y'all could definitely follow all of the social medias. Y'all can follow Nita at Nita underscore nine to eleven. Of course, y'all already know who I am. Sweatpants Poppy. Catch me on you know your Twitter you and Instagram. You know, I mean, you know, I want to be like that. I mean, like, you know, y'all know who I am. I mean, you know, they listen and they've been fucking with this shit for a while. Even though I'm gonna be very honest, your presence brought a lot, a lot of good stuff from last week's show. Oh, oh they's out here, man. I told you that how you say Crease was in your inbox. Crease was in my inbox too. 
I sent you, I sent you some shit. Like creeps is in my inbox too. They trying to they trying to see who that is over there. Um, you know, and hopefully I get to know what she what she about. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so the Hennessy and Hookah Chronicles podcast. We're building this. This is technically season two. Um, and you know, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good, man. You know, I'm happy. Me too. I like it. She like it. I she like just, it. This podcast shit, you know. I fucks with it because she down. <laughs> I fucks with it because she's down. I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? She's like, sure. <laughs> right, no questions. <laughs> I didn't even ask the questions about it. Mind you, I didn't even know what a podcast was. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, sure. You want to do a podcast? Let's do it. Showed up. What are we doing? What are we talking about? I don't even know what's happening right now. Don't even worry about it. We got it. And she's she's been rocking out. Yo, she was doing great, yo. Um, look, he said she definitely improves the podcast. People fucked with you. You know what I'm saying? Aww. See, that's what we're here for. Okay. I'm sorry. I've seen that commercial before I came in. That shit fresh on her mind. It's right here in the front two lobes. I swear. And I stopped saying it in the summertime, but now it's back. Now it's back. Right. Now I'll be right. I'm be at work like, oh, <laughs> I need a fax this. <laughs> I cannot. Cardi B is a coach. I keep saying this shit. Look, somebody said they dead. Look, they ready. They ready for you. They ready for you. All right. We will be back with a new episode next week. Hopefully, I should be here. It shouldn't be no problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We build it. We building the brand right now. We got some things. Hopefully, in the future, like I said, we. I'm trying to get. We gonna. She gonna have a big voice. Hopefully, in this show soon. So she will be able to say, <laughs> "You already know who it is," and you'll be like, "That's Nita." So okay. we working yeah, on it. Yes, we working on yes. it. We working on it. All right. The Hennessy Hooper Crockett's podcast, the voice Trey LA sweatpants, Poppy and Nita. <laughs> We're going to catch y'all next week, yo. Y'all ready?